Welcome to another episode of Barnes University Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Here we are outside recording. And this episode is going to be about um, Taewon Taylor. And um, an episode or two ago, I mentioned some of the things that are missing from this Tennessee Titans offense. And, you know, we're two days away from... You know, a preseason game, the third preseason game, Sunday night um, versus the Steelers. It's a night game. Most preseason games are. Um, It's on a Sunday. It's going to have, you know, as everybody's practicing, getting ready for the regular season, so are the Sunday night announcers. So are, you know, the production crews and stuff like that. You know, it rarely, if not ever, you know, truly affects the players when it comes, you know, down to, you know, the importance of a preseason game. I think the most highlighted preseason game you can have is either a legit Monday night one or Sunday night one. So um, there you have it with that. And, and, you know, I'm I'm saying that because Taewon Taylor is a player that, you know, honestly wasn't on my radar, um, especially in the third round. Of that 2017 draft. He wasn't on my radar in the third round. He wasn't on my radar in the fourth round. He wasn't on my radar barely in the fifth round. I actually liked his teammate a little bit better better that year. Um, um, as you can see who's stuck in the NFL. But, you know, that's not always the case. But, what I do have to say about Taewon Taylor is... Should the Titans go ahead and cut the cord? Should the Titans go ahead and, you know, cut their losses with this player, with this skill set, with this, as Gruden likes to say, and I I tend to agree, potential is a dangerous word. Should the Titans cut ties with the potential of Taewon Taylor sooner rather than later? Here's my points on both perspectives, excuse me, on both ends. I think it's, I think it's 60% chance. I think it's a 60% chance that Taewon Taylor is a surprise, not cut. I don't think the Titans will cut him, but a surprise uh, transition or transaction move for the Tennessee Titans at some point this year, if not before the regular season. What does that mean? That means that Taewon Taylor, if he has enough trade value, which I do, I think he's he's anywhere from a sixth to the seventh rounder, you know, for somebody that you really need. But in order for that to happen, the Tennessee Titans have to see somebody on the the trading team's roster that they really want, you know. And that's why it's so important for general managers to kind of keep mom. It's very important for coaches to kind of, to kind of keep mum on on certain types of players so that you really don't, you know, put your foot in your mouth, you know, about a certain type of player. You're supposed to keep it pretty even keel, pretty honest. You know, that's that's the way to go, you know, be honest about it. But at the same time, nobody's putting a gun to your head saying you have to say this about this certain player. So for me, it's a 60% chance if I was the general manager, it probably would have been he wouldn't even be on the team. But 
it probably would have been done maybe a year sooner, but he'd definitely be on the move if I were general manager in some capacity, whether that's down the depth chart or to another team. Because at this point, I'm just sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of reviewing my things. I'm watching each and every preseason game, going over talent and seeing talent that, you know, some were drafted higher than Taewon Taylor and haven't met their standards or some that are undrafted and are, you know, succeeding above Taewon Taylor's potential or talent. So I'm like, you know, why should we go through another year of saying, is he going to do this or is he going to do that? You know, I understand the team dynamic. I understand. you. I've been on a football team. I know you see a guy. He's likable. You want him to do well. But at the end of the day, as an executive and even as a coach, your responsibility is to the city of Nashville, to the fans, to that organization, to field the best possible product. Doesn't mean you can't be friends with this player or person, you know, in, you know, off the field, you know, it's a business, you know, and, and, and that's just kind of how I feel about it. I mean, Taewon Taylor, we're going to be sitting back saying, can he be the deep threat? Can he have reliable hands? You know, and to me, with a healthy roster, the Tennessee Titans should have one of the more um, prolific passing offenses of this team's history. And we're not known, they're not known for, you know, prolific passing attacks, but this could be a top five unit. And we don't need any weak links. You're as good as your your weak link. And there's players out there that could help this team if they're cut. You know, so teams know that we're probably not going to cut Taewon Taylor. But if a team needs someone similar, and if a team liked him coming out of Western Kentucky, then the Titans may have a, a possible trade partner. Who that is? Off the top of my head, because this is a spontaneous podcast, I don't I don't know who it would be, but I will certainly come come back with with that data. But I do know some of the players who I know if put in the same position of Taewon Taylor might be more successful. And I just look at who we just, you know, don't think J-Rob wasn't. This is what you do. You know, you're looking at other teams rosters. You know, Damone Patterson was a guy that was on the Titans practice squad before. Um, you look at a guy like Philip Dorsett, who with the tight with, <laughs> with the Patriots acquiring so many wide receivers this year, Philip Dorsett might be a type of player that might be valuable to the Tennessee Titans and would fit the skill set that we're trying to get out of Taylor. So Philip Dorsett is an option there. Um, you have you have guys around the league like a Tyron Johnson out of Houston. I honestly think that he's played himself into a role, but they have some pretty good um, receivers there in Houston. You know, just these types of players um, all over the board, you know, and, and I do have a team, actually, you know, is none other than the Giants. You know, the Giants are needing raw receivers right now, especially when the season starts. Not going to say they're desperate, but they need some players that's played in this league. And it's not to say that Taewon Taylor, and I'm going to get to hit, you know, or the 40% of the reason why he should be here. But, you know, the Giants are, are, are wide receiver needy right now. Um, 
I think that's important. I think the Lions, to some degree, are wide receiver needy. Um, so the Lions and the and the Giants are two teams in the NFC that might need a receiver that's had some experience and has made some plays. Now, changing the tone of this this discussion, Taewon Taylor has been on this team for two seasons. He's built up somewhat of a chemistry. He's shown up every day that he was healthy. He's a good kid. He has, quote-unquote, potential, the ability to, to run fast in a straight line. I mean, um, he's made some, some plays down the field before, but the consistency of that is, is just there. So, I mean, that's really all the positives. All we can say is hypothetical um, positives about Taewon Taylor at this point. Now, you know, this is for another podcast, but and when I was in high school playing football, and some people deem high school because everybody pretty much has played, if you like football, you played high school football. But it's not, to me, it's not about who, what, what that sport during the time of your life, the availability, it's what you learn from it. And I learned a lot in retrospect of high school football. And one of the things is I know that I was a late bloomer. I know that it took a while and it took a lot of uh, self-coaching for me to eventually get to the type of player that I was my last few games in high school. I knew that self-development that it took. But this is a guy that is four, five, six years down the road from the time that I was thinking about when football finally clicked for me. So, yes, people can get into the NFL and it takes them three, four, five, six years to finally do to, to finally, you know, for the talents to finally come into fruition. But that was this day and age, a third round pick. You don't necessarily expect them to produce day one. But my ideology is you draft you draft game ready guys and, and, and NFL ready guys with very little development. That's the kind of guys that I like to draft. Guys like Taewon Taylor, how he's developing. You draft him a little later, kind of like what I said, a fifth to seventh round pick that, you know, you 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 expect this kind of play out of him. And, um, you know, I hope the best for him. It's not a bashing session. I hope it doesn't sound like it. But I think the Titans really, a lot of people aren't talking about this. But they, to me, there's a possibility. But I honestly think they should be looking for a replacement sooner than later that if anything is more consistent you need the consistency you need a similar skill set if not better a speed guy that can make people miss you know and is dependable as that role that's the role that's all we need somebody with that role and somebody preferably that doesn't mind playing special teams as well whether that's a returner or a gunner kickoff you know, something like that. So that's really all I got to say. Best of, you know, best wishes. You know, I'm not here to bash anybody, but that's just what it is. I just think that the Titans need to have some foresight on this situation. And, you know, he's a, he's the type of player that if he plays well, can certainly help this offense. If he doesn't, then we're going to be looking for someone similar, if not better. Thanks.